You're listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, Episode 80. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, where growth and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Arisha in our everyday lives. I am your host, Omileti Olubumi. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Omileti Olubumi. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Orisha, spirituality, and growth. So turn up the volume in your car, put on your earbuds, let's go on a walk, grab a cup of water, tea, something healthy to drink, and let's chat. This is an Ask a Priest episode. What is that? First of all, for those who are new to the podcast, welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. This Ask a Priest episode is part of a series that we have where you, as the community, you get to ask questions that you've always wanted to ask a priest, an Orisha priest, and now is your chance. I'll put it on the show notes if you absolutely must have it right now and you have a burning question Go to arishawisdom.com forward slash ask a priest, no dashes, and ask your burning question and for to see if for this chance to finally get your question answered. I know when I was growing up in the Arisha Wisdom traditions, I just wanted to ask a priest something. There were so many questions and I, I just wanted that opportunity and now um, I find that it is, hmm. when it comes to forums, it's very difficult. What I'm hearing, the feedback is that a lot of new people feel afraid of asking questions because sometimes when you ask or do or say something wrong, you're basically eaten alive. And this is not conducive to learning. And this is why Ask a Priest is a great, great series to hear because sometimes people say I've never had the courage to ask it in a forum because of this and this and that, and we're asking here. Just go in, ask your question, arishawisdom.com forward slash ask a priest. And with that, let's get this episode going. I hope... Not to butcher up this person's name pronunciation, it's X E L A Zela. I'm hoping, or Zela. Oh, I like Zela. Zela. So if I do, I do apologize. But she wrote this question, which is more than one question. I have to talk about that. A lot of questions in here. And here we go I am a practitioner of Buddhism, not Zen. I am a new listener, recently discovered your podcast without any referral, just did a search. I have been interested in the voodoo, santeria, candomble practices, but haven't done much about it outside of shopping at stores or watching YouTube videos. I am considered a senior by institutional definitions. Would I be considered too old to become involved in a quote-unquote house as you refer it? Can one continue to practice their main religion 
and African-slash-Cuban-slash-Brazilian-based religion. And she put this in parentheses, I am of African descent. Is it considered a religion? Thank you, and I am enjoying your podcast. Zayla, thank you so much for taking the time to write to us, and I will do my best to tackle each area, at least to give you some direction of where to go. First of all, you are a new listener to our podcast, and as a new listener, I would like to thank you for following this podcast and for being part of our community. And so for that, I'll give you this. Oh my God, I have sounds and I'm, I'm like a five-year-old. So <laughs> I enjoyed that. <laughs> but seriously, thank you so much for being part of our community. Now let's tackle things. You have been interested in Santeria, Candomble practices, but haven't done much outside of shopping in stores or watching YouTube. I'm going to tell you this is exactly where you need to be if you are brand new to our traditions. Enjoy and really relish this spot, this spot where you're at, trying to figure out which tradition is for you, whether it's voodoo, whether it's candomble, whether it's isheshe, like whatever it is, this is a time of wonder. And I really would love for you to enjoy each aspect of trying to figure out where to go. Check out other episodes because we tackle the which one to go to and how to figure that out. And I think that that those episodes will be able to help you. So you are exactly where you need to be. Before we continue, let's hear from the sponsor of today's episode. This episode is being brought to you by our newest resource available, the Alejo's Guide to Godparents. Inside of Alejo's 101, there is a great new framework to a challenge that is one of the first ones that any and every new person will encounter. And that is the how to get a godparent. For you, I have created the Alejo's Guide to Godparents. This is a brand new and it's created because of the many questions that this topic gets. What is it? It is a guide with video and audio which will basically give you the map and the keys for the vehicle of how to get a godparent. Why do you need this? Because no matter what you want to do in these traditions, you will need someone to help you to guide you, to uplift you, and to basically guide you on your spiritual journey. Because if you don't get the right person for you, you will continue to be where you are, alone, without guidance, and without help. But how do you get this? Go to orishawisdom.com forward slash omileti, that's O-M-I-L-E-T-I, and click on the image that says, finally, your guide to choosing the right godparent. Watch the quick video. And get it, because it's an amazing opportunity that has come from your questions, from your experiences, and from my desire to see more new folks finding where they belong with the Alejo's Guide to Godparents. And with that, 
Let's get back to our episode today. Now, here is the part that actually pulled me to pick this question. It says, I'm considered a senior, blah, blah, blah. Would I be considered too old to be in a house? Okay. This is where I'm going to look at my notes and I'm going to read this verbatim. No one is ever too old. I'm going to need to figure out how I can do this with echo. No one is ever too old. I mean it. This happens all the time because we're all getting older day by day. And some people just don't realize they don't come into the traditions until later on in life. What I would suggest, I think you are in an excellent spot. I'm asking you to proceed with the wisdom that life has given you. If you are 50-year-old delicious, when you are going through a same issue that a 20-year-old delicious person goes through, they're going to go about it differently. So I'm asking you to proceed with wisdom that you have learned. You have made a lot of mistakes, just like anybody makes a lot of mistakes. However, hopefully with age comes wisdom from learning from those mistakes and or learning from the mistakes of others. And I'm asking you to proceed with that wisdom. There is a lot of power that comes with a person who has already lived a few years more than others here on earth. Take care when you pick your godparent. And I'm going to go through a few things because this is a very, very deep, deep topic. And we have talked in the podcast about godparents. So go back and take a look at that. And also with the Alejo's Guide to Godparents, go and check that out. But here is a couple of points that I have for you. Sometimes a younger in earth years person works out great for a person who is older in age. The difference of opinions can be helpful and this is very important. There has to be a mutual respect while still teaching slash learning because, you know, the young one is going to teach the older one and the older one has to learn the way of our traditions. Sometimes a combination will work better. So let's say you are dealing with one person. There's usually a secondary person who will assist and do and help out. And a combination of a younger one with an older one may work well. Because I know, for example, that the young ones are, yeah, let's go, let's do this. This is what you got to do. Oh my God, you're doing it wrong. And the older one is like, yeah, I understand that. But let's give this person a breathing room because this person just needs a moment. Uh, Sometimes an older person, someone who's a little more wise, can pick up on things that a younger one cannot because they just don't have it yet. And sometimes a combination of people working with you can work great. In the beginning, you might meet a young babalao, let's say. You can still get your readings with that individual. Doesn't mean you're going to be their godchild. Or, or, or let's say an Olorisha, right? Uh, um, a priest of Orisha. You can still work with that person, even if they're 27 years old. But if they're good at what they do, you can get your spiritual work done. It doesn't mean that that person will wind up being your godparent. 
you do have choices. And what is important is your work style, what you can deal with, because you know this. That is the advantage that you have over someone who is just jumping right in. I'm asking you to take care in using time appropriately. There are some people who are going to want to rush you. I would be a little weary about that. However, if you trust the people that you are with, and now we're talking about an urgent health issue, then I would say proceed with caution anyway. And you have to see what is going to work best for you. So if you need to do something urgently because of health, I would suggest you take care of that. Now, the working and teaching style, you're, you pretty much know what you need to have. And you may not like it, but you probably already know. But those styles will come into play. And it's important for you to know that this is not a solitary tradition. And you do need others to do this. And for example, you will find this out. I do not know if you are in our mailing list, but if you do join our mailing list, then one of the first things that we ask you to do is go to the Arisha Wisdom community on Facebook and check us out there because you can see a lot of different things that are at play. You can see a lot of the dynamics that play out when it comes to brand new people with people of age or elders in our tradition, how eldership status can get into somebody's head. I mean, it's a lot of things. And remember, people are people. They're going to be humans first. And some people are prone to be like, well, I'm your elder. You got to do as I say. And how will that work for you? Will you be okay with that? There are some people who have been older in age who have gotten younger godparents, and that has been the worst experience ever for them. They have been humiliated. Like, I don't care how old you are. You still my godchild. Like, bow down. Okay, not bow down, but you know what I mean. I think it's like... um like basically a a degrading situation. It has happened. Not our best or finest moments as priests, but it can and does happen. Then you hear of stories where older priests or older people are working with younger people, but the dynamic is solid and it works well. So you can absolutely get someone and it doesn't, it, it, you really need to look at what works for you and follow that. You can test some things out, but follow that. I would suggest, since you are still shopping at stores, the best way to kind of know where you fit is, and again, there's other podcast episodes about it, attend events. Things right now are a little dicey because we're still in the ups and downs of COVID and some things are open, some things are not, but a lot of events have started to pop up again. And if you can, that is one way to help you to point you in the right direction of where you, how you feel 
events are very important. Drummings are very important. I've always heard this saying, and I wrote it down for you. Everything starts with a reading. I don't care where. In Candomble, Santeria, Voodoo, whatever. Everything starts with a reading. And the reading will be like, yeah, I like this style. This really worked. This style works. And you maybe start kind of swaying into another direction. So when it comes to age, no, you are not too old, honey. You are, you are deliciously wise. And those wisdom years on earth is what makes you so beautiful and wise. And even though you don't have initiation in our traditions, or maybe you're not meant to, but you still have wisdom that you have gathered from your ears. And I want you to know that. Now, you asked another question. Can one continue to practice their main religion and African, Cuban, Brazilian, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I know many people who follow their religions. Yes, there are Buddhists who follow the Orisha traditions. I've known some of them that actually get into a little bit of like, oh, but we're going to deal with, you know, animal sacrifice. How are we going to deal with that? And they still go through with it. It still works. I know Christians. I know it's almost like a double negative, but they're Christians and they're priests in this religion. And they go to church and they have a bobeda. <laughs> it works. Um, I know somebody who is also in a Muslim and is in this religion. And there are many, many, many other mixtures. So can you do it? Yes. I will say, though, that there may be a time where one will outweigh the other and decisions might need to be made, but you don't need to make it right now if I've part. And remember, our, so you asked the question, is it considered a religion? So I was about to say yes and no. Some people say this is not a religion, this is a tradition because it involves how we do things, how we live our lives. And some people say, well, that is a religion. I'll say it's both. I'll say it's both. I'll say it's a tradition because it is, and it is a religion because we have faith in something higher than us. So it's both. And I don't want you to get too hung up on on whether it's a, like the philosophical you know, is it considered a religion? Can I do this? Is this wrong? Is this right? You as a person who is much wiser than a lot of other young people, you already can have a lot of answers. And based on what I am seeing, I think that you're already in the right direction because you are pondering the right questions for you. Once you hit that sweet, sweet spot of, yeah, I like this religion and I like Buddhism. Buddhism calms me the hell down and I don't want to kill people. And this has taught me a wisdom that I didn't have before. And if you are there, I think that is a great place to be. I, I don't want you to lose this time as though, oh my God, I'm too old. I better rush. Nope, not at all. This is a time for you filled with wonder and I want you to keep it and to to basically work through it because it is a lot of fun when you are learning and discovering. That was the word I was looking for, discovering. 
Again, Zayla, oh, I go with Zayla or Zila. Oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you so much for taking the time to write us your question. You have reached the end of this episode. For show notes, go to orishawisdom.com forward slash the number 80. Eight, zero. Remember that this episode was brought to you by the Alejo's Guide to God Parents. I wanted to tell you something funny. So I originally was going to say this is, uh, you know, sponsored by this other thing. And as I started recording this episode, I'm like, wait, no, 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 no. I think we got to start with Alejo's Guide for this particular episode because I think the guidance aspect is going to be important. And if you are feeling, oh my God, I am to this or I am to that, I think this sponsorship is a lot more important than basically anything else be, just because, just because. We have a lot of other fun things on the episode. Go to orishawisdom.com forward slash omileti and you can check out the Orisha Traditions Journey type quiz, which is so much fun. If you are interested and you really, really are ready to have a community, we're still looking for founding members of your virtual ILE. And of course, we got Orisha swag and Orisha art made by Olububi Creations. And of course, you can get mugs and t-shirts. There's going to be a couple of limited items coming up. Go to orishawisdom.com forward slash omileti for that stuff. Have you found value in this content? Check out my Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash omileti and you will have access to the podcasts before they are published and other perks such as exclusive content. We have had some separate calls that are not posted anywhere not even my email list and i love my email community but the patreons they have the patrons of patreon they have access to all of this special exclusive content for them only if you are able to and if you want to come and support the orisha wisdom podcast can't wait to see you there and thank you in advance for your support as it truly helps the podcast with the costs and all of the stuff that goes on. If you like this episode and found it valuable for your spiritual growth, share, 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 comment, and review. Share, 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 comment, and review. If you can, go to iTunes. Each and every one of those reviews I do read, and they provide the fuel for us to continue. And those couple of minutes to you may just be a couple of minutes, but to me, it means the world. If you are on YouTube, like the episode, subscribe, click on that little bell icon so that you will be the first to know when there is a new video. As each of these podcast episodes, we also upload them to YouTube. Stay tuned for the next couple of episodes where we tackle more of your Ask a Priest questions. And there's a particular topic that I have coming up and some are in the works with some guests that I'm very, very excited about. Until next time, may the elevated ancestors and all Arisha bless you immensely. 
o dabo. Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Orisha and Ifa is all around us. Be blessed and until next time.